Hello, everyone. This is Niall with I Am My Best. And I am really excited today because I have a very special guest who is also a very dear friend to me. Her name is Michelle Addison, and she is taking the fashion world by storm, and she has helped me immensely. Oh, my goodness. I know this is coming a little bit out of left field, but this is a kickoff for my new series on um, heart-led lives a little bit closer to home. I started off my podcast with a global community and really a spiritual community, and it all kind of links back to what I do professionally in emotional intelligence. And I'll keep some of those themes running through with this next series on bringing it a little bit more local. And I'm starting off with an incredible soul sister of mine. Welcome, Michelle. Thanks for having me. I feel very honored that I'm one of your first guests. Probably not the first, but one of them. <laughs> I'm thrilled to have you. So for any of the listeners who don't know Michelle, she is an amazing fashion stylist, among so many other things. You are a giver, a lover, a mommy, uh, an actor. Uh, you've done so many incredible things in your life, and um, you've touched the lives of so many people in, in a lot of really special ways. And as I said before, keeping in theme with talking with people who have really important stories to tell, um, you're very heart-led in your life, and you really are driven through your soul. And um, I'm hoping to have some questions that will help the listeners who do know you and those who don't learn a little bit more about you because yeah, you're on Instagram and you, you're an influencer and you're, you're out there and you're moving and shaking and, and a lot of people see you and they see you, you know, talking about fashion and what you do, but how much do they really know about you and, and your heart? Right. And I thought maybe this helps the people who do know you and those who don't get to know you just a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, you know, what we show uh, to the world on our various social platforms is only a small part of who we are. And um, I think it's always nice to kind of dig a little deeper. And I know for me, um, you know, I've had so many different ups and downs in my career of, sort of I guess I would say more of an artistic creative uh, career, but lots of twists and turns that have led me to where I am. All of it is a lot of, you know, mistakes and success and, you know, highs and lows. And, you know, I think that that what makes a beautiful life, right? Really. I agree. I agree. It's all about being human. It's mm -hmm. just putting yourself out there, being vulnerable, taking chances and kind of letting our hearts lead us, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, I with any career, you know, people, one of your questions I read over when you sent your email was, um, you know, what gets you up in the morning? And I think that's kind of like a really interesting question, right? Because sometimes we get up just purely to have a cup of coffee. <laughs> and then, and <laughs> I know I do. I'm going to be drinking a lot of it during this. <laughs> I'm so excited for the coffee some days. <laughs> right. Um, you know, and then other times you're really excited to, you know, Meet, meet a new person or a new client or, um, you know, do something really exciting with your job. And I feel very lucky that I've always been really interested in what I do for work. Um, it's always been very exciting for me because it's definitely different every day. I don't have to sit in the same desk every day and do the same things. Um, I'm on my feet. I'm meeting tons of people. Uh, I get to you know, walk into different worlds and lives that um, I probably wouldn't have walked into if I hadn't chosen the career that I have. Um, and I find it really interesting, which I think is a great um, message for those who are maybe trying to find something deeper is just do what interests you, you know, so that you do wake up with like, okay, well, what am I, what, what's on my calendar today? What am I doing? Who am I meeting? It's really kind of fun. It is. It is. Oh, I love that. Um, so yes, I did send you some questions. It was about midnight last night. So <laughs> just for all the listeners, we're pretty candid and pretty like shooting from the hip, straight from the heart, 
conversational flow chat. Um, this hasn't been scripted really at all. And I no. think you had uh, maybe all of five seconds to look at some questions. Yeah. And I really just, I come up with the questions from my heart. I mean, I know you, I know, I know a fair bit about you. And so, um, you know, I just kind of dug deep for a, a little stretch after I did a meditation to say, okay, what can people learn more about you? So you kind of jumped into one of the questions. And, Sorry. <laughs> and no, I'm thrilled. I'm so happy that you did. Because really, I mean, this is, this is at the heart of what I do. Learning what makes people tick. Mm. What is at the root um, of, of your heart and your soul to do? So, And you're such an inspiration to so many people. And, and so I think people would love to hear. I'd love to hear. Like, besides the coffee, <laughs> <laughs> what really lights you up? What really, what really gets you going in the morning and what, what brings you joy in the day? Like the most joy for you? Um, you know, I think it's all about connection with others. I think that brings me the most joy, which has also been a little bit um, hard for me during like a pandemic where a lot of our connections are limited mm. um, and work is, you know, limited and face-to-face -face contact is limited. And, you know, for me, that really excites me meeting with people and sharing mm -hmm. ideas and getting inspired mm -hmm. by others. Like I, I, I couldn't do my job in a vacuum. I, I, I wouldn't work well, like in just a, a basement corner kind of toiling away. I get so inspired by doing things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I love, I, I guess I love meeting new people. I, I feel like I have developed that over my career because I know when I first um, would go into someone's wardrobe or even an audition, right? You know, you have to feel automatically comfortable in really uncomfortable situations. Um, so I guess that has been a bit of a learning curve of how to make people feel comfortable. Um, how do I bring my most authentic self to, um, to someone so they don't feel intimidated? Or, you know, how do I just show up and show all of me um, in the little small time that I get with someone or, or I suppose in an audition room too, which has always been such a, a tricky thing for a lot of people. <laughs> mm -hmm, I <Yeah>. can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you definitely have a talent for, you know, sort of calming the situation down. I think you've seen me, um, in terms of doing style edits and, um, helping me with my wardrobe in different, uh, situations, events, occasions that I need to go to. And mm -hmm. I'm a total fish out of water. You know that. I I don't know what I would do without you. I, I have another friend, Lin <laughs> Linda Middle Sister. She, she too has sort of given me guidance and, and you have been a massive help to me because I would walk out of the door with the absolute wrong shoes, wrong top, wrong everything. But it's not uh, one of the best things that I've heard you say when you've taken a look at some of my wardrobe faux pas is maybe you can do better. And yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's like a really nice non-judgmental way of saying, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I think that that's true. I think, I think we can all do a little better, you know, regardless of whether it's your mm. wardrobe or your life or yeah. your relationship or anything like we can all work incrementally a little better each day. It's like, how can I tweak things to, you know, really show up who, with who I am and how I want to present myself. And, you know, I, I mean, I struggled kind of a lot with, um, you know, my career as a stylist and also as a personal shopper and, you know, recommending clothes. And I kind of had this moral struggle for a long time because I was like, is this really good for the world? Like, you know, is me recommending another handbag, you know, something that I can really back when so many people have, uh, so little. Um, and I remember struggling with it and I went to this big, um, conference in New York, like a few years ago and Marianne Williamson spoke and she was so mm -hmm. inspiring. And mm -hmm. I just looked at her anyway, I caught her outside of the uh, bathroom, like coming from the bathroom and it was just us and she had just spoken. And so I said, Oh, I'd love to chat with you if you have a second. And you know, I, I sort of went into a very brief thing about how I was feeling a little conflicted and maybe I had some other uh, role to play in life. And, and she goes, and she really said, she was like, I, you know, I think your skill is very important. She's like, I use someone like you to be able to go and present myself and say the things that I need to do. She's like, I can't do it without someone like you to help me. Um, and then that kind of reframed the whole like 
you know, dressing. I, I mean, it's a skill that some people just don't have. And, you know, <laughs> here I am dressing like, you know, very high profile doctors or people giving TED talks or, you know, these amazing women essentially who are doing great things in the world. The last thing that those people need to worry about is if they've got the wrong outfit on, you know, if they can walk into a room feeling a hundred percent confident with how they look, you know, then the rest is just showing up. Right. But sometimes it can really trip us up if they feel a little insecure or, you know, something's off or they hadn't thought about it. And it can kind of just get your mind, you know, uh, in the wrong spiral. It really can. And I, I think you said it. I mean, there are certain things we're not all good at every single thing. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is, we need to wear clothes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a world of clothed people. So Clothing, shelter, food, these are our yeah. things. They're on the hierarchy. They're at the baseline. You gotta yeah. have your clothes. So therefore, if it's not your thing, if mm-hmm. you just don't know what to do, um, and a lot of people don't, it's it's really good to be able to to outsource that. And to outsource that with someone who isn't going to reinvent the person. You, mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I really love about you is how you go to a person's heart and you pull out what it is that they're comfortable in and what it is that makes them shine visually. Right. And and from the inside out. And right. I, I appreciate that so much about you. I think I think everyone who knows you and who has been a client of yours knows uh, is just so grateful for your yeah, gift. I mean, w- I mean, we all know that if we're not comfortable in something, uh, we're not going to pull it out to wear it in our closet, and therefore it's a waste of money. So yeah. I would never want to put someone in in something that they felt uncomfortable in or didn't suit them or you know, they didn't feel like their best selves. I mean, I I don't feel there's value in that, you know, just because it looks like a picture should or, you know, it's about your lifestyle, what you do on a daily basis, having clothes that reflect, you know, I guess your inner energy, you know, of of colorful or neutral or black and white. I mean, no judgment. I love color. Some, some clients just hate it, (laughs) you know, and, uh, but that's okay because I can appreciate, you know, neutrals. I love them too. You know, it's my style is not necessarily my client's style. True that. Okay. So let's get a little bit into fashion. When -hmm. did you realize that fashion was your calling? I mean, for now. You know, I think later, uh, actually quite later, because I always loved it. I never saw it as something that I could do as a career. Um, I, while I was in, I wanted to be an actress my, pretty much my entire life since I was probably nine, nine years old. And um, I always knew that that was my thing. I went to university. I went and got a, a Bachelor of Fine Arts. I studied acting at U- University of Victoria. It was just always like what I knew, you know, I wasn't one of those people that was lost. Um, I just knew that that's what I wanted to do. And then when things sort of shifted for me was actually like a kind of a pinnacle moment where I just got so like, I felt well-trained. I felt kind of, I I actually do feel that I am a good actress. (laughs) I mean, not, (laughs) not, not not the best because obviously I don't do it, but um, I, I didn't feel like I was, doing something wrong. And that's the reason why I wasn't getting cast. I just feel like there's a lot of other factors in how you get cast and the business of things. And even auditioning, you kind of have to know that well and be that person. And, you know, regardless of my path, um, I felt like, man, I've done all this training in any other company. Say if you worked at like, I don't know, TELUS, you know, you do you'd start in one job, you'd work really hard, you'd maybe get promoted, you get paid a little more, you'd kind of work your way up if you were hardworking and had a bit of a knack for your job, right? Like, Mm -hmm. someone's going to notice that, and they're going to put you in a higher position. And I felt with my acting, I was like, man, like, everyone's just asking me to do stuff for free. (laughs) And I feel like I have all this um, experience, but I wasn't feeling valued, you know? And, you know, people can say, oh, you're really great. And I was like, but, you know, actually pay me, you know, I want to (laughs) feel like I can afford my rent, you know, and I don't want to have to work like other jobs that I don't want to do so that I can act and make nothing. So there was a discrepancy of being paid and, I I was like, I want to be paid for something that I'm good at. Yes. Yes. You stepping into your power, girl. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So when I started to do my wardrobe things and, um, you know, kind of fast forward to that, I was like, wow, I can't, I, I went into someone's closet. I helped them edit it. I, I felt like I cleansed and we had a vision for where we were going. And someone was like, thank you so much. That was so helpful. Here's the check. <laughs> and I was like, hello. <laughs> you just created a whole new job. Yeah. Yay. And I was like, I felt like finally I was like, that was a missing part, you know, where I was like, I was valued for something and someone paid me my worth. Yes. Um, so it just, I just morphed into that because I really had a bit of a qualm about leaving, um, my idea of who I thought I was, which I thought I was an actress. Like that's Mm -hmm. who I thought I was. Mm -hmm. But what I changed for me is that I was a creative person who was choosing to do another creative path. And it didn't mean that I wasn't an actor anymore. I'm just doing something different. It's like I turned down the street. It doesn't mean that all of that is erased. It just means that I moved over here for a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's a cool story. Yeah. Well, it's a great path for you. It's, it's perfectly suited. I'm, yeah, I'm so inspired by all the things that you wear and all the things that you're featuring. And oh my gosh, it's, it's just beauty on wheels. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So are there certain designers that inspire you? Is it like what's at the, at the foundation of how your style evolved? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm constantly inspired by designers and collections and what, how the fashion world is moving. Um, and you know, what, what has actually come out of the pandemic and who, who's really kind of creating a vision that, you know, you want to be part of. And, you know, I mean, this season I felt like Gucci has just really, um, had a bit of a party going on with a lot of their (laughs) ad campaigns and their collections and their colors and, you know, it's like a party that you want to join. And I think that that's what we're all sort of looking for is I don't want to be, you know, blah. Like we, we've just come out of this pandemic where things are super depressing. Yeah. I mean, I say come out, we're actually still in it, but we, I yeah. feel like we're getting a little hopeful and, um, you know, we want to be excited. We want to have joy. And I feel like fashion is moving in a way that's like interesting and colorful and exciting because of um, we've been forced to do that. So yeah, it's, it's really inspiring to me. Lots of ad campaigns that I think are visually amazing just because they have to be because they don't have any fashion shows currently. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very select few that are seeing this or they've had to think of new and innovative ways to get a message across. And I think there's so much opportunity for people to collaborate and, and have like this amazing artistic expression. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I love how you said they're they're having a party, I think is what you said. Yeah. It's yeah, I mean and life is what you make out of it. No matter what your external circumstances, whatever you can do really to to keep things going in a space of joy. Mm-hmm. Um despite all of the, you know, hardships going on all around us. It's mm-hmm. um that's encouraging and it's inspiring and um that's good to know. I did not mm-hmm. know that about Gucci. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. And you recently did something, um, with, uh, a collaborative effort with some other stylists in town. Did you not? Yes. Or- yeah. I've been working with a photographer in Vancouver whose name is Britt Gill, who you also have know, and yes. she, she's amazing and yes. also heart led. She'd be a good person for your podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got a very cool soul. And, you know, I think when you meet people and you, share I guess it's almost like this energy which I know you and I share and you know people who are on on the same page um you there's so much potential for you to sort of work together and sort of create something and her and I um came into contact because I I love her pictures and she did some work for my website uh when I rebranded and um yeah I'm I she's asked me to do a couple of creatives and our hairstylist, um, Christine uh, LeBlanc as well from life in color. And, you know, it's just a great group of girls to hang out with, you know? And so what I've found with um, doing a little bit more of a fashion slant, cause I've always worked in the personal sector. Um, and I, I don't, I, I think the pandemic probably pushed me in that direction Uh, Because I was always a little bit nervous about it because I was scared. Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't know what 
to expect or what I was doing or if I would be good enough or, or, and all of that sort of self-doubt stuff. Yep. And, and then, you know, when she's like, how about doing this? And I was like, well, what else am I doing? Of course, I'm going to say yes. That sounds fun. <laughs> it, it took away the scariness and more like, just do it. Just say yes. Like, otherwise I'm going to just stay at home and do nothing and think about all my problems, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, when we have collaborated, I mean, it's been amazing. You know, we've got a, a good, I've got a good eye for, I guess, like the high-end luxury vibe. Um, and working in my career for as long as I have with high-end designers, it's like, I get that element of it. Mm -hmm. And then Britt has this amazing way of just translating emotion and photography and, you know, expression and clothing and, and the models too. It's, you know, she picks some really amazing, striking models. So it's been great. Oh, so cool. Fun. Mm -hmm. So fun. And can you also tell um, the listeners about Mad Edit? I feel like this is a (laughs) slightly new concept or maybe old, but renamed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I always had a little bit of a vision for this, like a a few years ago. And then it was, I was doing some, I I run with a group of women and it's, it's been great because you can kind of bounce ideas off of each other and, you know, they're super inspiring too. And my girlfriend, uh, Michelle, she was like, you know, what about if you just, you know, did your own thing and go to all these local stores? And I was like, oh my God, like I have thought of that before, but now that she just told me to do it, I was like, well, that's a sign, you know, I should do it. <laughs> I'm not doing anything else currently right now. So um, yeah, I just, and I, I really feel strongly about supporting our local community and our, our local fashion boutiques, right? It's, it is not 10, maybe 10 maybe 15 years ago when you went shopping in Vancouver, there was like nothing here. Um, (laughs) There was the Bay, um, there was Holtz, um, but there wasn't a lot in between, you know, Um, you know, maybe there was um, lower end type stores or I I don't even think we had a Zara like 15 years ago, you know? So so. we've evolved so much um, as a city and it has been hard, like clawing our way into actually making us not so granola um, to actually have um, beautiful boutiques that have items that you would find in New York or Chicago or Milan or, you know, really cool stuff that shop owners have spent so much time and effort curating yeah. so that we can sh- show that we know what we're doing, that we have a lot of vision and um, really cool people who live in Vancouver who who want to have a store, right? And and think that they have an eye, which they do. Um, yeah. And so I really wanted to keep that alive. Like it, it actually worried me to think that, you know, the pandemic would shut down all these people's life work, right? Um, and livelihood. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and just like these people are families, like, you know, they have, they, su- they support their whole family, you know? And, yeah. um, and also yeah, just so depressing to think that these places could close. So I guess my vision was to bring my clientele and my, uh, you know, people who follow me on Instagram, a little inside look at some of these local boutiques, because it's so easy for us to go on our computers and sit at home and be like, you know, I don't feel safe going. I don't know what stores are around, or I can't remember, Mm -hmm. or, you know, I don't know, do they have an online thing or, you know, so, oh, I'll just go to Amazon you know, click, or I'll go to Nordstrom.ca, click, you know, and that's easy, but it's a little harder to kind of go and source out maybe that same item, but from like a small business owner. Right. And I think that it's important to funnel our money, like directly to those people. Right. It it just takes a little more effort because you have to kind of do a little research. And I was trying to help by making it easier. So shedding light on those stores, you know, taking my little phone, you know, picking out some of my top picks on each of those stores and then just supporting the boutiques. I mean, no one paid me to do that. It was just, um, you know, me being, I, I guess I was a selfish in the way that I would, I still wanted to shop there for my clients when the pandemic ended. Uh-huh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I hear you sister. So are, can people find these on Instagram TV, yeah, so, IGTV? Uh, yeah, so on okay. my uh, Instagram page, which is Michelle Addison Style, uh, under my highlights, you'll see Mad Edit One and Mad Edit Two, and you can see a whole bunch of boutiques and stores that I've been to, 
um, that will give you some holiday inspiration, hopefully. And, and then all of them would have sort of an online presence. And if they don't, you know, you can always direct message the store um, Instagram directly these people the owners will answer you back i guarantee it oh amazing that's that's my heart is swelling thank you for doing that that's wonderful supporting local businesses and i mean yeah we're all just here to help each other out a little bit so Mm -hmm. beautiful Mm -hmm. okay so keeping on the fashion uh theme i thought for fun i would just um let people have a little bit more insights into Michelle Addison's sort of personal style and um wanted to ask you some rapid fire okay. beauty, beauty and fashion questions go away some of them so, were hard cuz i was like tight but okay uh, oh. <laughs> okay so it's called this or that okay. um and it's just like really simple just straight from the heart i wanted it to be fast because okay. i want it to be like what do you really prefer? Okay. Um, so I'm just going to list this or that, and then you pick or say something completely else or not, <laughs> neither, okay. neither. Okay. Okay. So let's go. Fashion dress or pants dress short nails, long nails, short flats or high heels flats Ooh. bracelet or necklace bracelet shoulder bag or clutch shoulder bag nightgown or pajamas pajamas oh yeah me too (laughs) okay this or that beauty edition uh we got mascara or eyeliner eyeliner oh bright makeup or natural look natural look yeah lipstick or lip gloss lipstick blusher or highlighter oh that's a both Ah, foundation or powder foundation eye curler or eyelashes Eyelashes. Face mist or serum? Serum. Mm. Brushes or sponges? Brushes. Eyeshadow or bronzer? Eyeshadow. Sunblock or moisturizer? Sunblock. Mask or scrub? Mask. And lastly, cleanser or toner? Cleanser. Ah, okay. Ooh, (laughs) very cool. Well, thank you. I think, you know, a lot of people probably are asking you, like, how do you get your skin? Oh my God. And I'm sure there's stories behind that, but I mean, this will give like a little bit of a snippet of an insight. I think you do feature quite a bit about like your skin regime and how you manage to like keep this peachy glow that you have. That's so incredibly gorgeous. Well, funnily enough, I mean, I, I, it's a natural uh, conversation that happens in a lot of closets. Um, Mm -hmm. whereas like, you know, where do you go and get your skin, um, taken care of, you know, all all your beauty things happen in a wardrobe conversation. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And the skin is important, right? Because it's our first impression. And I've, I've never really had great skin until I really spent some time on it probably after 35. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Now, Hormones do a funny well thing. Well taken care of. Yes. Dr. Humphrey. Ah, yeah. She's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. She is great. Um, okay. On a slightly more personal note, one more this or that game. Um, okay. This is sort of getting to know you, the person. Okay. All right. Introvert or extrovert? Extrovert. Oh, yeah. Lefty or righty? Righty. Simple or glam? Simple. Rain or sunshine? Sunshine. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. Get even or get over it? Get over it. Night out or night in? Night out. (laughs) Calls or texts? Texts. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Drives certain people in my life nuts. Um, Sunrise or sunset? That's a tough one. Sunset. Hmm. Always late or always early? Always early. Yeah, you are. Oh, you're killing me. Dog person or cat person? Dog. Yeah, you got a cutie pie Harley. Um, dreamer or realist? Dreamer. And walking or driving? Walking. Aw, thank you. Okay, so I have a few more sort of quick questions before we move along. Um, getting to know you on a more personal level, um, what are three to five words that best describe you? Um, three to five words. Okay. Um, creative, kind, understanding, calm, uh, caring. 
Nice. You are. Um, what is something that few or even no one knows about you, but would be surprised to know? Oh, um, <clears throat> I would say probably no one really knows that, um, I guess it was in my early 20s, I wrote and acted in a play with a friend of mine and we took it on the Fringe Festival. What? Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh. Do you, can you remember the name of it? It was called They Went Another Way and it was sort of about the plight of actresses and auditioning and <sighs> acting. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. <laughs> um, if you were invisible for a day, what would you do? That's a weird question. I got that one from Pinterest. Yeah. Um, invisible for a day. I don't know. I mean, I actually think there's no, um, no real value in listening to what other people are saying about you. So I definitely wouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> I might just like follow Stella around and just like oh. witness like what she experiences when I'm not there. Okay, so to, for the listeners who don't know you, Stella is Michelle's daughter, and she's a cutie pie. She's got a lot, <laughs> a lot of energy. She's a chill girl, too. It's really I interesting. Just like, it, yeah, I'd like to just see how she experiences life without, you know, without me knowing that I was there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Oh, um, what makes you a good friend? I think that um, I'm up for anything. Like I'm quite adventurous. So if someone said, hey, we're going for the weekend, like let's go, get in the car. You know, I, I, I would probably clear everything and just go if it was like, you know, doable. Um, if we could travel. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think I, I, think I, I really try not to judge. Okay, nice. I try my best. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a struggle for all of us at times. Um, what's one superpower that you would love to have? Hmm. Well, I know what my partner, Mark, he would always say flying. Um, like with your arms, like as yeah, your I wings guess, kind of thing. I guess I would want to do like transportation you know what I mean like I don't care about the flying it actually would freak me out if I was just flying through the air but I would like to transport myself to like say see my dad in Calgary and spend an hour with him and then come back you know mm. like or you know just go see friends in other places and come right back oh cool I love that um what are three things on your bucket list hmm. I have a lot of travel on my bucket list um <laughs> I, it's coming, Michelle. It's coming. I, know. I feel it. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, I guess career-wise, I would really love to, like, merge um, fashion and acting more. Mm -hmm. So I would love to have, like, my own show about fashion or, you know, somehow bridge, bridge those two worlds together in a more sol solid place. And the, so that's on my bucket list. And then I think I'd love to go to Morocco and go hiking mm. and see the markets. And um, I just, I've always been drawn to that place. I know I would love it. You know, you just mm -hmm. you get that sense. Um, and same thing, like, just, I'd love to hike Nepal. Like that's on my bucket list too, of just like really spending like a month and just doing this a big trek or something. And I'd love to do that with Stella if she's a bit older and mm. you know, do some of those kind of more adventurous type travel. Beautiful. I love it. Hmm. I think you're speaking it into existence, all of them. I hope yeah. so. Let's, let's see that <laughs> manifest. I love it. Oh, yay. Well, thank you. Um, one last question, um, getting to know you. If you had any one wish that could be granted, what would it be? I think I would wish um, for a long, healthy life for Stella and for me to witness it. Mm, that's beautiful. Thank you. Okay, let's get back to the other questions that we got. Um, okay, you have an infinite amount of energy. Like you do so much in a day, I can't. I can't even believe the lists <laughs> when I hear your day. Um, what is your secret? I mean, do you, mm. do you ever slow down and like, but what is your secret? 
my, I don't know. My secret is, is that I, I guess I try to live like a healthy life, you know? So I do, I try to go to bed as early as I can, mm-hmm. um, which means like a good night's sleep is me hitting the pillow and asleep by 10. Um, I get up early in the morning, almost every day of the week to go running or do something outside with my friends. And that actually helps me. Um, I just feel so much better. And I, I really shifted a bunch of, cause I couldn't never have time for exercise or it was just sort of like, Oh, I get busy in my day. And then I'd think about it and then I'd feel freaking guilty mm-hmm. that I didn't get it done. So when I wake up and I'm half asleep and I get my running clothes on and I get out the door, like it's not fun. Like, I'm not like, Oh, this is so exciting. It's freaking painful. But when I'm out and I'm in and I'm like kind of still <laughs> semi-conscious, I feel so much better. Yeah. Right. Like it's just, and then I can come home and I can get myself together and it just sets the tone for my day. And then, you know, I stopped, um, you know, really eating. I, I definitely have a lot more plants in my life. And so I think about food more as fuel rather than, I don't know what I thought about it before, but now I think about like, how can I fuel my body better? Yeah. So that for me, that is about like eating all plants. I eat a little bit of fish, um, but just having healthy things that I know are going to give me energy instead of suck energy from me. Um, so like smoothies through the day, you know, lots of plants and veggies, fruits and veggies and water. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a plant. Most of the time I get to like 4 PM and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm like this plant is dead. Um, so I have to like rehydrate, yes. you know, and if on a good day, if I've drank a lot of water, I feel better, yeah. you know, it's like, it's weird. And then, you know, I, I saw your post today about the detox and digital detox and things like that. I mean, I'm, I probably would say that that's my area that I need to work on the most of living sort of a he- um, healthy, energetic lifestyle, because I can find that like when you get sucked into Instagram or you're scrolling, or even sometimes I get stuck on Pinterest, like I love Pinterest and I can just yeah. sit there like looking for things that I don't know what I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> And it's, it's doesn't leave me energized. It actually saps me from that screen time and things like that. So I think it's more about being really purposeful and, and thoughtful and mindful about what you do with your mind and your body. Yep. Um, And your heart and soul. Totally. Um, Yes. And the same thing with your, your heart, I guess, too, of just like trying to feel like you have relationships in your life that there's no one I would want to see on the street and have to walk on the other side of the street, right? Mm. Like that I could walk by someone knowing that like, there's nothing there, right? It's neutral. It may not like everybody, but I don't have to cross the street to avoid people. Mm. Um, So I'd like to just, I just remember that of just how I want to live my life. It's just conflict free, right? Yep. Yep. Um, Peace, peace, right? Yeah. Inner peace is, uh, yeah, it's a job that happens on the inside. We got to do that work. And the rest of it. Okay, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. So you've got discipline, which I think absolutely is key to, like you said, getting up and doing some of the things that you don't want to do, but it's kind of, mm-hmm. it becomes a, a necessity in, in our list of responsibilities, if we really value self care and, and um, being well. So mm-hmm. yeah, you're quite an inspiration. I mean, for anyone who has seen you visually and, and watches your videos and, and seen the things that you get up to and the amount of exercise you do and, and just how fabulous you look overall. I mean, what you're doing from the inside out is really, really showing. It's, it, it's incredible. That's really nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. So one of the things that your followers, your friends, your family, um, that we all know and love about you, and you touched on it a little bit with the mad edit, how you're always giving back. You are, constantly looking outside of yourself to see how you can how you can help people how you can connect people how you can refer people you're always coaching or mentoring people you're volunteering I know you chaired for several committees um, on found, uh, charitable foundations giving back to incredible um, charities that really need um, help and you're doing shout outs and you're partnering and collaborating and marketing all these local businesses and new startups and like the list seriously goes on and on and on, Michelle. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. And then yet you have this hugely busy day and you're a full-time parent and you're, you have a full-time, more than full-time job and you do, you do so much. I mean, 
It's incredible. So about the giving back piece, is there anything mm-hmm. that is nearest and dearest to your heart? Yeah, I mean, I, I, one of our mutual friends, of course, Tisan, introduced me to the um, Dr. Peters Center, which has become like near and dear to my heart. And, you know, I've said this before, it's not like new information, but I have um, experienced like really hard times in my life. You know, like the person that I am today is vastly different than the person that I was like, you know, 15 years ago. Um, and that's, so that discipline and everything is kind of essential for me kind of keeping it, keeping my life. Um, and for the Dr. Peter center, it's like, I, I felt such, um, I guess the compassion and, uh, understanding for people who were struck with, you know, mental illness, addiction, uh, poverty, uh, traumatic upbringings, just a chaotic life. Like, you know, these people who come, I mean, my family was able to support me when I went through a really bad time. I was able to like, I was in Toronto. I called my mom, you know, she paid for a ticket to come home and, you know, basically just kind of supported me while I got my life together, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, that's the only difference between me and say someone on the street, right. Is we all go through dark times. And if we don't have that support network Um, that can help us like, you know, Hey, you know what? I know a good doctor. Hey, I'm going to drive you. Like, you know, these people are are from a family that maybe abused them or, you know, they can't go back to, there's no one to call and ask for like, Hey, can you loan me this money or, you know, whatever. It's just like, they just don't have that support. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it, you cannot do anything without support. Um, you, you can't get well, you, you, you just are in survival mode. Right. And and you will do whatever it takes to make yourself feel better, which is often using drugs and alcohol and, you know, um, behavior and stealing and, and, you know, whatever it is, it just gets worse and worse. Right. If you don't have that landing pad and what the Dr. Peter Center, which I love about it, is it provides a safe place that you can at least get fed. Right. Mm -hmm. Food is like the number one harm reduction that you can possibly do. So, you know, having a place that you can come and get a really good breakfast and then later in the day come and have a really good lunch uh, really stabilizes just the basic human needs that people need to just get out of that chaos. Um, and I, I, I guess I felt so drawn to that because I, of the empathy that, that I feel that, you know, it's not the us and them. It is all of us. Yep. We are the same. It's mm-hmm. just some of us are just lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then we, how do we help others? It's like, how do we look at our day to day and say like, well, what have I done for other people today? You know? And, you know, I guess for me, I, I've, I've spent a lot of time like working and getting myself together. Right. And since I stopped having like such a crazy high paced job at Nordstrom or, you know, and it's, it's slowed down a little bit for me. And sometimes that's like, not, not good. And but yet it's left a bit of space for me to do the things that I can. Like I filled that space up with helping others. Right. Um, which I feel really good about, you know, I'm not just sitting there doing nothing. I, I feel like, well, I have now, this is what I thought about when I was working so hard. It's like, Oh, I wish I had time to volunteer and help other people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, when you do get that time, you know, are you choosing to do the things that you thought in your mind. Right. And I was like, yes, that's something that I really want to do. I want to feel good. It makes me feel good to help others. It makes me feel good to share what I have, you know, whether that's like support connections. I mean, I'm not the most hugest donor, but, um, you know, I, I think connecting and working hard to promote something and using my influence to support a a cause that it feels good to me is equally as good as the money. Yeah, it is. And I know you, you said it was in your head to do, but I think it was really in your heart to do. I mean, I don't mean to correct you and it was probably in both places, but yeah. And this is the thing about you and, and um, how you have an abundance of energy and how you manage to fit in all of these things. And I believe it's because it actually feeds you to do these things because mm-hmm. it's heart-led. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like it's your soul's calling to do 
the specific things that you do in your life and, um, and giving back in this way. I mean, oh my goodness. Yeah. This is an incredible charity. I agree. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really proud of you and I'm really, um, I'm really honored to know that, you know, you're doing so much to help advance this particular cause. I mean, and so many causes that you help with, um, because, yeah, there's a lot of people in need right now. And I think um, the homeless community is even growing and, and the unwell community is growing and mental, mental health is really being compromised these days. So um, I'm glad that this charity went well this year and, and that they're managing to expand mm-hmm. their capability to, to help even more people. So, yeah. And, I, you know, I actually think that, you know, fundamentally humans, we, we are kind of self-centered. You know, I don't, I don't know if it's like an inherent thing that all of us have this spew enough goodness, right? Mm-hmm. I think, I think we have to work hard and, and discipline ourselves to be less self-centered. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's kind of a balance, right? And, and I mean, really, as long as we're taking care of our own vessel and, mm-hmm. and our own hearts, then we ultimately will have more to give. And so mm-hmm. I, I think it's this like, it's, it's this domino effect of if mm-hmm. we, and self-centered. Yeah. I mean, that's. Well, and I, I think you're exactly right because if you care for yourself, um, you know, with healthy eating, good mental health, friendships, connections, whatever it is to make you tick, you definitely have more energy mm-hmm. to look outside of yourself to say, okay, well now that I'm okay. But I think a lot of people, you know, live in like a scarcity. Well, how can I help others when I can barely help myself? Yeah, a lot of people do and they don't get that. And then they tend to view like the aspects of self-care as selfish when, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's this trajectory of, you know, self-care and, and um, I don't think it comes on the, the spectrum of selfishness and and self-centeredness and self-absorption. I think that's, that's somewhere else. And, and I, I, you've struck a balance, a beautiful balance, and you're doing so much inside of yourself. You're, you're, you're on that journey of doing the work, um, inside and it just gives you more to give others and it shows it's incredible. Thanks. Thank you. So, um, 2020. Yes. (laughs) Glad that's almost done. Wow. (laughs) Um, so, you know, just, kind of wondering how you've navigated this year being, you know, the extrovert that you are and a lot of shutdowns and restrictions and not being able to, you know, do as many of the things that, um, you know, typical extroverts um, kind of enjoy doing, going out and socializing a lot. And um, just wondering if you, how you've navigated it and um, if there's any upsides for you in, in this sort of forced mm-hmm. shift. Well, I mean, it's definitely something that, you know, we've obviously all thought about a lot about like how this has affected us, mm-hmm. has it made us think about more things and whatnot. And, you know, for me, um, especially like, you know, being on a, a spiritual journey, I guess we all are, um, you know, there's, there's one thing to be said about, you know, thinking these ideas and, and you know, I feel the same as people. It's like, oh, I've had all these plans for Christmas and now they're thwarted because, you know, Dr. Bonnie Henry, she doesn't want us to leave and there's these restrictions and none of them are in our control, mm-hmm. right? Um, we can't plan anything. And this is, it's super frustrating mm-hmm. for anyone, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but the, I think the, one of the true things about the spiritual journey is, is that it's all theory until you actually live in the letting go, right? Like, the letting go of your expectations of thoughts of the future of, you know, and I've had to do that many different times over the course of this pandemic, right? Like I'm just like, I, for one, I went through a whole like week or something, or maybe more about like, I think luxury fashion's dead, you know, like, I don't think anyone's going to call me ever again, you know? <laughs> um, and how do I feel about that? Like mm. all this thing that I've worked so hard for, yeah. it's just like blowing up. Yep. And, um, you know, and then, and then just like literally letting go of it. It's like, well, what do I have today? I have food in the fridge. I have like a beautiful, healthy daughter. I have a great relationship. You know, I have everything I need. Mm. Um, so I don't know what's, did I even know before what the future was? (laughs) No, (laughs) you know, so now it's just, I don't know. I, I show up every day. I feel like no one can take away my creativity. 
I still have that. I still have like my heart and my desire to like learn things and be curious and to work hard. Like, so those things, no one can take away from you. And so then I can let go of the rest, right? Like it may not look the way that I wanted mm-hmm. it to, because I really want to go. I wanted to go to Palm Springs at spring break back, back last March. Right. I want to go to Palm Springs again. <laughs> Me too. This, <laughs> this March. And, you know, just like letting go mm-hmm. of like, what, if, what, if, what if it doesn't look like that? Mm-hmm. And, and being okay with that, right? And I, I think that is really the journey of, of leaning into that, letting go. Oh, I love it. That is wise words, sister. Let go. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things we can release. And um, I think that trying to think we can control the future is one of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get, it remains to be seen of like what we actually thought before, like, <laughs> like this is, you know, it's like we put on all our goal lists. Okay. This is what I'm going to get in six months. I'm going to, you know, I've saved this amount of money and I'm going to go here and I'm going to get this job and blah, 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 blah. And we plan out our whole lives because, you know, I mean, I'm a, just as much of a planner as anyone else, but you know, when you literally have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day, or, you know, if you're, if your mom is going to stay healthy, like because of COVID, right? Like it's just lots of things are up in the air. You really have to lean into the unknowing, which is terrifying yeah. and, un- and uncomfortable. It is. And getting comfortable with that uncomfortable builds inner strength yeah. big time. It really does. And so it sounds to me like your silver linings are, uh, among other things, sort of the releasing, letting go, the gratitude that you have for the things that are in your life that you treasure. And, you know, when you're running at the speed of light, sometimes you may, people may forget, but yeah, your gratitude is shining through big time and, um, and being in the moment, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah. Cherishing the Mm -hmm. moments from moment to moment, I think is what I'm hearing from you, which is beautiful. Well, and, and, you know, I think it's, it's like, you know, people like you who, who, who are heart led and, you know, you're an inspiration too, of just like putting yourself out there and, and, and committing to putting all your ideas to fruition. Like, you know, you don't understand like the, the, the ripple effect of those types of things and nope. having these conversations that someone maybe today is going to hear that might make change the trajectory of their life. We just don't know what's yeah. around the corner. Yeah. So you better be putting out good things and good vibes. Agreed. <laughs> than <laughs> wasting it with negative, negative shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Drama can just go away. <laughs> just, <laughs> Go away. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> uh, I love it. Okay. So <laughs> letting go of planning things and setting goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, my last question was about like, do you however have any goals? Uh, just wondering about how 2021 is looking in your heart or, or in your mind. I mean, what kinds of upcoming things are you hoping for besides Palm Springs? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I guess, um, maybe just like a vision board. Yeah. My vision board. I I mean, I would love just to, um, have more peace, you know, of, of really, it's been a struggle to keep that inner peace, right. Of to not be worried about things, to not be fearful of how things are going to play out. So I, I guess I would like my vision to contain like a lot of, um, like calmness, you know, and, it has nothing to do with like the things, of course, it would be nice to have a new car or, you know, some sort of material something, right? I mean, of course, we covet all these beautiful clothes that are coming down the runway for 2021, (laughs) and then have nowhere to go in them. But, um, you know, I I guess it's just, I want to stay positive. I want to keep trying. I want to keep waking up every day and have a business to come back to, you know? And so, I guess my vision for the future is that, you know, if I put in all this work now that there'll be something later, like that there's going to be hope in six months that I'll still have a business. I guess that's mm. what I want. I want to still be in business. Yeah. yeah. I want to, I want to be open to um, creative pursuits and, and hopefully also be financially rewarded. For them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so last question, speaking of, you know, the work that you do, you have a really diverse work portfolio from what I've seen. And just wondering if you can share what your sort of favorite kinds of work that you take on are. 
Um, well, I, one of the things that I really love doing is probably um, helping people with their personal branding. So, you know, if you have a website that you are putting up there or your business is getting some new pictures, it's like, I, I feel like I have a good sense of translating personal style into um, what you like your brand to look like in a more presentational or say you're going after more of a corporate clientele and you're not really that... Um, wardrobe isn't like that or something like that. So personal branding for sure. And then, you know, I really um, have gotten so much out of doing a lot of online fashion um, consults and shopping lists and you can do it all virtually now. Mm -hmm. So it's, there's no sense of um, that means that there's people in different cities and countries and um, I can help with that because everything is international. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, And I have a good knowledge of a broad sense of lots of different websites that that you use, right? So especially, you know, Canada and the U.S. for sure. Um, Amazing. Yeah. And so how can people reach out to you and how can people um, get to uh, have you online for an hour or however long it is? So you just have to go to my website, michelleaddison.com, or even on Instagram is a great way to, because um, I'm on it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's Michelle Addison style on Instagram, and you can always direct message me and email's great too. And yeah, I'm available to help and love helping people with their style. It's really a passion of mine. Aww. Yeah, it is. You do an amazing job. I, I'm so grateful for you. Um, not just for that. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So last question. Um, do you have any words of wisdom um, or any wishes that you want to share for how the listeners and the whole world can navigate sort of the final weeks of 2020 and as we head into the holidays? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I think that I guess my words of wisdom and from my style perspective, which I help lots of people with, you know, the outside, um, whereas you would help people with the inside, mm-hmm. we're good. We're a good team. Um, I do think that there is an importance to showing up visually as your best self, mm-hmm. um, whether it's on Zoom or whether it's for a walk with your friend. Um, you know, there is an old-fashioned idea of just putting in a bit of effort means that you care. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like you know, hey, I wore a nice shirt. Oh, what, why are you all dressed up for you? Yeah because I care about you and I want to show you my best self. Right. And I think that that's like something we forget. We we're like, Oh, I just want to wear my jogging pants. It's comfortable. Oh, well, they didn't even do my hair. And the person's like, Oh, okay. But when you, you know, put yourself together, that person appreciates it. Why wouldn't they? They're looking at a glowing version of you and you look amazing and fabulous. Like, isn't that great? Mm-hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and if, if we do that for each other, that gives us a bit of joy and happiness and inspiration. It's like, why, why couldn't that be okay for us? You know? Mm -hmm. So I guess that would be my vision for dressing up for the holidays. It's just like, sometimes we do it for ourselves and sometimes we do it to inspire others, right. To see like the best version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And and it's a form of care. I mean, we're not Mm -hmm. walking around with a mirror 24 seven in front of us to know how we look, but other people are seeing us and other, you know, for those with the gift of sight. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's interesting that you said we're a good team because you're right. I do this inner work with people and clients and um, I call it facing ourselves. And Mm -hmm. sort of the last bit of facing myself was physically taking a mm-hmm. look in the actual mirror and going, Oh, I, I need to work on that part. And you are the best person I know for that. Um, <laughs> and I'm really thankful for that because you're right. Um, what's going on inside is a reflection of how things end up manifesting on the outside in all ways, really. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, it does make a difference to, to show mm-hmm. that you care, um, mm-hmm. show yourself you care, right? I think you got to start mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I mean, I, it, there's there's definitely some sort of must be some psychology. And when we like go and have a new workout regime and we get a new hot little spandex outfit from Lululemon or wherever, right? And we put it on and we're, we're ready. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, here we are. Like, it, it, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money for mm-hmm. that, but you know, to put in a little bit, like, of like, I'm I'm committed to this process, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's what I think sometimes when we get ready and people always tell me like, Oh, how come you put so much effort in or, you know, I wish I could or whatever you can, everybody can. Yeah. 
Um, and it, it doesn't have to look the same as it looks for everyone on Instagram as it does for you. Yeah. Like you do not have to wear a face full of makeup and do your hair. It looks like your effort and that version of whatever that is for you. Maybe it's like having a shower and brushing your hair. Like I know it is for my dad. Like, <laughs> oh, I love it. He like, you know, blow dries his hair a little bit and, you know, he feels fabulous, but it slaps a little cologne on and he's good to go. <laughs> well, I love that you say it, it looks different for everyone because we really, each of us are unique. And so that's, that's the beauty of, of working with you too, is that you really honor the human being that's before you you whenever you take on a client and uh, or help anyone and that's one of the reasons why I love you so much my dear friend so love this This thank you so much for sharing your time and a little bit of your heart and soul with the listeners and with me today Um, yay I really appreciate this and yeah it has been great yeah. yeah so I'll be putting this up for people to hear very soon and um In the meantime, I really hope you have a beautiful day. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for your sharing your heart with me. I appreciate you. Thanks. Okay. Signing off, my friend. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye.